what is up guys what's up what's up it's your man i do a barber back with another beyond the chair podcast and in this one i pose a question to you is barbering dead now of course you know leave your comments on that in the comments below we're going to get into it a little bit later but let's do a little bit of housekeeping first okay I've, I've been gone for a, for a little while if you guys keep up with the podcast and you're a loyal listener especially for everyone on the podcast and platform shout out to you guys if you're watching or listening really rather through itunes spotify google podcast anchor like whatever platform you're listening to this on shout out to you if you're listening to this on your commute maybe you're cutting hair while you're doing it maybe you're in the shower maybe you're taking a shit like whatever shout out to you massive shout out to you and of course you know i missed a couple weeks you know the first week it was one of those things where i got you know i have family stuff going on and for me my family comes first before all the little silliness all the internet fun and goofing off on the internet and social media whatever my family comes first i'm not gonna put the uh social media before that so i was like if oh well then the next week happens and I was just busy around the house and it just got so late. I was like, man, I feel bad about missing the that uh, first week. And then I was just like, I'm just too tired. It's too late. And I was just like, ah, it is what it is. Now, I thought about making it up to you guys like on Sunday or something like this past Sunday. I, I thought about doing like a surprise podcast. <clears throat> and I, I, I really thought about doing one Thursday too, but then it just never happened. I've just been busy lately, like just been busy around the house, like doing stuff, taking care of stuff with the kids and other things like that in my personal life. Like, you know, you guys know I'm back cutting hair, you know, dealing with all this nonsense and drama, you know, really crazy because it kind of goes in line with with the topic of the the podcast, you know, is barbering dead? And I've noticed, <clears throat> sorry, got clear my, I ate some grapes. Right, I wouldn't say right before I started, but I ate some grapes and I'm having to like clear my throat now, but <clears throat> apologize. As the title of this podcast, um, I've noticed since I came back to barbering, I've noticed I'm having to rebuild my clientele. I lost a lot of clients uh, due to the coronavirus, whether it's the virus. Well, we'll just say due to coronavirus, okay? We're not gonna beat around the bush here. Let's just be real. I lost a lot of clients due to the coronavirus. Now, why is that? There are many different reasons why. Let's go through a few of them, sorry. Maybe, just maybe, I had some clients die that's a possibility, right? Maybe, just maybe, have some clients move. That's legitimate, right? Maybe, just maybe, clients went to go to another barber. That's a strong possibility. Maybe, just maybe, clients are afraid of going to the barber shop. That is a possibility. So when you factor in all those things, man, there's a lot of reasons for me to lose clients. And since I've come back, you know, to the barbershop recently, um, I've lost a lot of clients. I was thinking about this. um, I think it was, yeah, it was actually this Monday. I was in Walmart and there was this guy walking out and he looked 
familiar. He looked like a client of mine. But then I look, I was like, nah, that's not him. You know, it's kind of difficult to see people with these masks on, like to, you know, unless they just really have some distinct features, you'd be like, oh, okay, that's so-and-so. But it triggered me because I was like, oh, wow, he, this guy looks like Trevor, a client of mine. And I was like, that's right. I haven't seen him since, you know, I've come back to the barbershop. And I'm just going through this whole list <clears throat> of clients. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Man, I should have brought some water up here or something. But I've been going through this whole list of clients that I've lost since I've come back to the barbershop uh, recently. And I was like, man, it's a lot of clients. So now, like I say, I'm having to rebuild my clientele list, which before all of this happened, I had a pretty decent clientele list. But now I'm having to rebuild. And, you know, I've got some new clients, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say that, but I've lost some pretty regular loyal clients now, even, and that's a, cra a funny thing too, even since coming back from coronavirus, I've also lost some clients that have come back, but then, <clears throat> geez, my, my throat is, <clears throat> it's going to get annoying. <clears throat> Damn. Okay. So. I've lost some people and it just is what it is, you know, what, for whatever reason, like, I, I don't know, you know, I'm, here's a piece of advice to you guys when it comes to clients and clients leaving and stuff like this, they can do whatever the hell they want. Okay. Like don't be all in your feelings and get your panties in a bunch because a client went to another barber. Maybe they got their hair cut somewhere else. I have plenty of clients that have another barber, you know, like, he might come to me this day or he might go to this guy that day. Like, I don't get upset with that stuff. I'm just like, dude, I'm only going to worry about the people who book appointments or people who show up. Like, that's it. You know, I'm not worried about like, oh, what's this guy doing when he's not here? Like, no, I don't care about this stuff. Like if a client wants to leave and he doesn't want me to cut their hair or hear him or her, I don't care. I, I, like, I, I really learned to let that go. Like, I'm good at letting go anyway. But I've, I've learned to really start letting that stuff go because I really just don't care. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to sit here and beg you to come back. H however, you know, that might go against what some other people might say, like, oh, you know, like try and make amends or try and figure out why just to retain business. But I'm just going to be honest. I just don't care. Like th there's so many people out here, especially, you know, I live in a big city, Dallas. Right. And, you know, so maybe if you live in a small town, maybe you don't have that luxury, but I do. You know, there's plenty of people here. So, like I say, I don't care, which is also the reason why a lot of these clients, they're just not loyal, you know, and I have plenty of disloyal clients, you know, and, and that's the thing you got to remember about clients. The majority of your clients don't give a damn about you as much as you might think they do, as much as, you know, you might have good conversation when you guys are getting your hair cut together or they're never late for an appointment or they tip you well or whatever. The majority of your clients don't give a damn about you. Let's just be real guys. I, I just want to get something through your heads. Okay. Nobody cares about you. You know, if, if it comes to them saving their bottom line, they're going to, they're going to save their ass over saving you or getting their haircut by you. If they want to 
leave you because maybe you've given them a bad haircut once or twice. You know, I'm pretty sure we're all barbers here. We probably had clients that left us because they gave them, you gave them one bad haircut or something, or maybe the edge up wasn't the way you looked, or maybe the blend wasn't the way you look. Like, whatever. Like, you've had clients leave for these reasons. Whatever. Okay. Like, who cares? Okay. Now, and that's their right as a client. They can spend their money wherever they want. It's a free market. So don't get upset by this stuff. It just is what it is. So this is why I say like these clients, they don't care. So don't get emotionally attached to clients where you're just like, oh, where have you been? I'm like, calm your ass down. It just is what it is. Okay. And you just got to roll with the punches. Because I've seen a lot of barbers, they get upset about this stuff. Like, you see the silly memes about or silly Instagram videos talking about, like, oh, this client cheated on this barber or this what happens when blah, blah, blah. It's just whatever, dude. Guys, let that stuff roll off your back, okay? Now, another reason for the topic of today's podcast, you know, is barbering dead? It's a legitimate question because I'm going to be honest. A lot of barbers are considering or have already thrown in the towel. You've seen some barber shops go out of business. I mean, raise your hand if you've seen barber shops go out of business due to coronavirus. And don't forget, smash the like button if you're, if you're in the building. Uh, smash the like button, guys. Share the content and all that good stuff. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. I, I will hope you have already. But barber shops have gone out of business. I've seen it. I'm, I, you, you've seen it. You know, and this all comes down to management of funds, management of your personal life. And not only barbershops, but we've seen big corporations go out of business. I mean, case in point, like my wife, they're, they're, uh, her store, like she's a store manager and her store, well, the company filed for bankruptcy, but her store closed, what, Tuesday. A lot of people are getting screwed here. So don't, don't try and feel special. And all of this, okay? So, is barbering dead? You know, I've seen a lot of barbers leave the industry. You know, we've we've seen, uh, you know, if you guys follow Ron Legend, he's been on the podcast actually a couple times. You know, moved out to Missouri recently, and, you know, he's done with barbering. I've seen other barbers be done with barbering just because of everything that's going on and then the headache of everything. You know, having to worry about this and that. They, you know, maybe they sell this shop because there's like, ah, oh, you know, I may, maybe I'm in the industry 15, 20 years already, and you're like, you know, they're thinking about accelerating retirement. You know, maybe they were going to stick around for another five years, but with everything that's going on, it's like, shit, like, man, this past six months, it was like going through three years of business. So they're just like, I'm ready to throw in the towel. You know, I, I get it. It's almost like uh, what I was talking about. Uh, I can't remember which podcast this was, but I was talking about how when like a natural disaster or something just crazy happens let's say a tornado or hurricane and just wrecks a bunch of businesses and people get their insurance pays out payouts. And a lot of people would just take the money and run. A lot of people, they won't go through the rigors of reopening a business, maybe because they're just tired in the business. Maybe they're just like, this was their retirement plan and they were just going to, you know, ride it out for a few more years and, you know, just go into, you know, the sunset, whatever. But this little natural disaster happened. Maybe they got a half a million million dollar payout and they're like, I got a million dollars. I got a half a million dollars. Like, why am I going to worry or deal with running this business, like employing people, blah, blah, blah. Like, 
dude, I can walk away right now, clean and clear with this money. I'm gone. See ya. Like, I don't blame people for wanting to leave for whatever reason. You know, it's your life. Do whatever you want to do. But there's been a change in barbering, and I, I've seen it. You know, we're continuing to see it. Now, there are the barbers out there that have been flourishing, have never been busier. And I always say to those people, one, congratulations. And two, be very thankful because that is not the case for everyone. Uh, that, that's, that's one thing I try to express to people that are in those positions. They need to realize that that is not the norm. That That, that is a rare exception when you think about the landscape of everything that's going around. And there's still some places that are shut down, which is kind of crazy to, you know, to fathom that idea, right? There are still places that are shut down, still shut down and, and or either shut down, open and shut back down. So it, it's really crazy when you think about stuff like that. And guys, like drop some comments in the comments below. Don't be shy. Don't, you know, I understand like maybe you're commuting or whatever, but try and get active in the comment section. Let's, let's have a little dialogue. Let's have some fun. Let's chit chat. It's been a few weeks since I've been podcasting. So let's have some fun. Okay. Drop some comments. Okay. Don't be shy. I don't bite, <laughs> but that's the crazy part about the business right now. A lot of changes, you know, protocols are changing and depending upon your state, your county, country, like some people can do beards. Some people can't, right? Like you can't have a big crowd here. You can here. You can cut outside here. You can't do this hit there. You know, you, yeah, you, you got to check temperatures here. You don't have to check temperatures here. Like, oh, you can wear gloves if you want, or no, you have to wear gloves. It, it, it's so crazy everywhere. And as you pay attention to the news or just whatever that's going on, people are doing whatever they want. You know, some places are just more lenient than others. Like Florida don't give a damn. Okay. Like Florida don't give a damn. And certain parts of Florida, they're like, woo, you know, they're rolling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it is what it is. What's up, Frank or Mike? Okay. He says, according to my last haircut, it's been dead for a minute. Yeah. So like I say, man, it, it's one of those things like you got to do something to survive out here. And, you know, don't rely on the government to try and come save you. So it's just one of those things, you know. I understand, like, if you have to do whatever you have to do to survive, I get it. You know, if you have a job or if you have the ability to find a job that pays seventy dollars to $80,000 and you could take that rather than deal with some of the BS of barbering, go ahead and take it. And some people, once that happens, like, maybe they just make that leap and then never turn back to barbering. Maybe they just only do barbering as a side hustle type thing. And they're just like, man, I like this secure money rather than having to deal with this, you know, paying booth rent or clients not showing up for appointments or just the uh, nonsense and BS that goes on in the barbershop. Like, I, I get it, guys. Like, I, I really don't blame you if you want to walk away because, hey, you have something that either pays you more or similar and you have to deal with less headache in, uh, that you would have in the barber industry. So Poppy Pants Brown, he says, no one's going on vacation. Uh, that is wrong. <laughs> that is not true. Uh, Poppy Pants Brown, because, uh, as I said, 
I have plenty of clients recently that have said they're they're going on vacation. Actually, I, I just cut a guy's hair this week. Yeah, he, yeah, this week he's in Florida right now. So people are still going on vacation. And my man Frank Hawthorne, he's in Florida. He will definitely tell you that people are on vacation. Okay. Um, which is actually even funnier. I'm actually thinking about possibly taking a vacation. So people are going on vacation. So that is not true. He says there's no big events to go to. This is partially true, yes. A lot of people are working from home. Yes, this is true. So there's not a lot of reason for people to keep up their cuts. Now, guys, don't forget, like, drop some comments in the comments below. Don't be shy, guys. Drop comments. Get active in the comments. Don't just sit around and watch, you know, I'm live. Like I'm telling you interact. So, you know, a lot of people be like, man, it's hard to get in contact with, which I'm not, but you might leave a comment. Maybe I don't reply. Hey, now's your chance. <laughs> reply. Okay. But, um, but yeah, this is true. You know, a lot, not a lot of people are getting cuts because whatever, like I have some clients who are working from home who can legitimately not get their haircut, but you know, there's some times where they have to for a Zoom meeting or a Zoom call. They can't wear a hat forever, and they come in and get their haircut. Maybe they don't get their haircut as regularly, but, you know, they still get their haircut. And like I say, man, barbering is a tough business. And if you live in a small town and, you know, you got to make it do what it do, you know, I feel – I really feel – um I really feel for you. You know, it just is what it is. You know, like I said, me coming back recently is just – woo. It's rough. Tyler Jackson says you need more subs. Life's not fair. That is true. I do need more subs, and life is not fair. You know what? Now that I'm back, cutting, I'm gonna start dropping some haircut tutorials, guys. I'm gonna drop some haircut tutorials. I know a lot of people probably have been wondering, like, man, where the haircut tutorials? Where where you been? You know, I'm still doing the podcast. You know, I'll drop a barber video here and there, but doing a lot of MMA videos, doing a lot of. Uh, investing type videos, talking about money and things like that, because, hey, these things, uh, <laughs> these things are more important right now than you guys actually learning how to fade because that shit ain't important, uh, really. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to get back now to the haircut tutorial. So, I, you know, I got, I got some stuff. You know, of course, if I've been gone this long, you got to know I've gotten better. So I'm going to just pass that on to YouTube. So. Yay! I'm excited. But uh, Antonio D. Barber says just ride it out like the stock market. That is true. Because check this out. If you guys invest, if any of you guys are investors, you would know that the stock market has been nosediving this week. Boy, oh boy, this week went down quite a bit. Let me let me look and see how much money I lost this week. Bear with me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, so in this brokerage account. This week, I'm down 5.8%. This week alone, which equates to $1,200. So I'm down this week $1,200 in this brokerage. Let's go to another brokerage, shall we? <laughs> Since we're, let's talk about money and me losing money. And by the way, if you guys want to start investing, there's some links in the description below to Robinhood and Weeble. Fund your account with Weeble with $100, you can possibly get a $600 stock, right? Crazy, crazy returns. But either way, you get a return. Sign up for Robinhood, you get a free stock as well. Uh, Okay, let's look here on the five-day. Ooh, okay. So on this brokerage account, I'm up 2.1, well, 5 or 8, 
So the market's still moving, but I'm up a little over 2% in this brokerage. So down in one, up in the other. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm riding out the stock market. Um, <laughs> I'm riding it out and I, I'm not really buying any stocks. I talked about this in my stock portfolio update. I do these videos every week where I give an update on my uh, dividend portfolio. Um, so if you got tuned into those videos, uh, yeah, basically I'm not buying stocks right now, but, uh, I, I do like what's going on because there's a lot of, uh, buying opportunities. If, if, uh, you know, you can get in at a comfortable price, you know what I'm saying? Boom, boom's coil. Who you got, bro? Adesanya, Costa, Reyes, Jan. Jan versus Reyes. I'm going with Reyes. And when it comes to Adesanya, Costa, go watch my prediction video. It's on the channel. I actually, you know, I actually today, I shot a lot of MMA videos, a lot of prediction videos for upcoming fights. So be tuned in for that. If you guys watch my MMA videos, if you like watching that stuff as well, as well as the barbering content, Stay tuned for those, okay? I shot a I, man. I shot probably like seven or eight prediction videos today. So I, I, I was just in the mood. I was like, dude, I, I'm not doing much. I'm like, dude, it's slow. I'm like, dude, let me just keep banging these videos out. So gotta edit them, and then you know, you guys are gonna see them. Ivy Mac, what's up? <laughs> Florida's the closest thing to another country right now. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, Florida. Florida don't care. Emil the barber, what's up? What's up? He says he doesn't think barbering is dead. Let me know why you don't think barbering is dead. But for some people, I think barbering is dead. And of course, for some people, I know barbering is dead because they're like, dude, it's not the same. Maybe they don't like working in these conditions. So they have the opportunity and the ability to walk away and they did some people just did this j dot y dot what up and it just is what it is you know ohio john a lot of guys on the job hunt have been rolling in to look clean for interviews that's good ohio john that is good for you especially if you're a barber in ohio I'm, i would assume right your name's ohio john is what it is <laughs> Chad Volkers, another Floridian, uh, works with Mr. Eddie Baba. And uh, I, I remember Eddie saying, like, before, this was, like, months ago, he said that they were doing good, been busy, never been, uh, or what did Eddie say? I can't remember his exact words, but he was basically saying they were, like, really busy, busier than before. Um, but, yeah, nothing's really the same. So it's one of those things. You know, are you going to be resilient? Because... Depending upon the person, barbering could be dead. Depends on your resilience. How are you going to weather the storm? Are you going to stick around through the storm? Are you going to ride it or are you going to hop off the ride? That's the determining question. Now, look, a lot of people have hopped off permanently. Some people hopped off temporarily. Like Whatever it is, whatever it is, um, you know, barbering is dead for some people. But what what I will say is barbering has definitely changed. Some people's outlooks on barbering has changed because a lot of people say like barbering's recession proof and blah, blah, blah. But it's obviously not shutdown proof. And <laughs> obviously, right, we, most of us know this, but it's a wake up call for everyone. And I hope everyone 
is doing the right things now. I hope everyone's back on track. I've been talking about this. I haven't really talked about it lately, but I've, t- I've been talking about it before where you need to have your finances in order. You need to have your personal life in order. Like get these things and all these little affairs in order. Don't bullshit, okay? Because th- times like this, we know who's skinny dipping during times like this because when you were operating on a narrow margin and things like this happens where a little stress test happen, where you know you you know your little strategy your scheme gets put to the test we're going to see who's skinny dipping who got caught with their pants down okay we'll see otx davey he says sir i'm a 12 year old aspiring barber any important tips yes be a sponge always be willing to learn and stay humble 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 tyleek johnson says my barber overcharges man that sucks, <laughs> but uh, and here's another thing. I know a lot of barbers have raised their prices due to this, and I'm, I, I told my clients I'm going to raise my prices due to this. Now, not because, not directly due to the coronavirus, but it's overdue. I haven't raised my prices in years, so this is long overdue. This is actually something that I planned on doing pre-coronavirus, and I talked about this a while ago in the podcast where you guys need to figure out how much it costs for you to do a haircut. Now, let me let me drop this on you guys. So these are just hypothetical numbers based off of a real world example, okay? So one number is hypothetical, the other is real world, okay? So a lot of barbers still charge $20 for haircuts. I don't get it, but they do, okay? So let's just use the $20 example because it's easy for most people to relate to. So. $20 haircuts, let's say after you calculate everything, let's say it cost you $5. Now, that, this is the hypothetical, the $5. Let's say it costs you $5 to do a haircut, which means for every haircut that you do, you're taking $15 in profit, right? You know, if you look at like a major company that does billions of dollars every year, that's pretty good margins, right? But <laughs> something to think about. This is what I want people to think about when cutting hair, when determining like what price should I charge or things like this. Because a lot of people, they just go off of the median or the average, or they just just whip up something in their gorilla brain and they're just like, oh, this number sounds good. So, hey, let me charge it. But most people don't do the science and the math behind it. So if your margins are are not good, you might want to raise your prices or maybe cut down on something some of the ooh, some of the expenses there. With this coronavirus thing that's going on, you know, you're having to buy face mask. Me personally, I'm wearing gloves now for every single haircut, which that's a cost that I that means the price of my haircuts have gone up because I have more there's it's it's costing me more money to do a haircut, which means I'm not going to eat the price. Like if, when you look at it as, as business, I'm not going to take the hit on the price. You pass these down to customers. Just like when the, uh, let's say the government passes new corporate tax rates or something, which I guess if Joe Biden wins the presidency, he's looking at raising taxes and things like this. Yes, the corporations are getting hit with taxes, but you know what happens, the the after effect of that. Those changes get rolled out 
to you or me or us, the U.S. citizens, whatever, like, whatever. Everyone in the U.S., they pass this down to us. So the price of goods may go up, right? Cost of living will go up. Things like this will go up. The price of milk, you know, the price of a piece of paper, right? The, the price of toys will go up. Like, you know, they raise these corporate tax rates and people will be like, oh, cool. They, you know, people who hate corporations and think that they make too much money. Like these people are like, oh, they charge them more. Like, yeah, okay, great, buddy. You're going to get charged more too to make up for that. They got to compensate for this somewhere because these corporations, they're all about making money and profits, especially if they're public company for their shareholders. So it's getting passed down to you. So you guys need to look at this the same in barbering. You need to look at your profit margins. How much is it costing you to do a haircut and how much margin and how much profit are you making off of each haircut? Because if you're not some, and I'm going to be honest, like some barbers aren't these, these are things that you really need to pay attention to because like, let's say you're, if you're paying $200 a week in booth rent and you're only charging two or, or $20, that's like already, it just sounds bad when you think about it. Four weeks in a month, $200 a week in booth rent, that's $800 a month in booth rent alone. And you're charging $20 for a haircut. You're going to have to work really hard to make a good profit. Now, I'm not the one to, like, I believe in hard work, okay, guys? Like, hard work does pay off. But there comes a point where you have to start pivoting from hard work to using your brain and having your smarts work for you, having your money work for you. You need to click and switch and transition to not just working hard and grinding yourself into the damn pavement all the time. Like, so when you're young, you have all this energy to do all this fun, cool stuff. You can work to 12 at night. You can cut hair from 7 a.m. to 12 a.m. and do all this crazy stuff. Like, yeah, that's cool, but do you want to work like this forever? If you're listening to me, I suggest that you be smart, okay? Have things in place. Set yourself up for later. When you get involved in something, you should already know what you want at the end of the tunnel. You shouldn't just be doing stuff and like, oh, I'm just, I'm just over here. Like, I, I, I don't know what I want out of this. Or who, who knows where I'm going to be in a few years. You should be setting yourself up for end game before you start. Okay. So y'all need to really pay attention to this. Pay, pay attention. Shout out to everyone that's a comment. I, I don't know if you guys are at, talking to me or if you guys are talking amongst yourselves, things like this, but shout out to everyone. OTX David. So M. Greer, he says, you have to entice her people, oh, entice people to support you. Less uh, people are working and it translates to people going longer without personal appearance. Seth A. Weldon, is COVID affecting you got your guys' business? Yes. Yes. Okay. A lot of people, it's affecting a lot of people's business. Now, if you're one of those industries where you guys are either essential or you just kind of are in one of those businesses where you're not really a sense essential, but your whatever your business provides is a necessity to everyone's day to day life. Congratulations to you. You know, and it's almost just like winning the lottery or just being in the right place at the right time. Um, it just is what it is, you know, because you couldn't prepare for this. No one, no, no one would have known, you know, 
this business would have been the most profitable due to coronavirus or, you know, this would have been the best uh, avenue to take or this would have been the best industry to work on. Uh, you know, it, you can't predict those things. OK, and it just is what it is. So in life. It's good to be versatile and it's good to be prepared, you know, um, like I was talking to. Oh, my goodness. Who was I talking to? OK, my man, Ben. And shout out to Ben. Ben's going places. So um, I'm going to answer your question here in a short, shortly, uh, Seth A. Weldon. Um, I was talking to Ben and I was actually talking to someone else. Actually, it was another. Yeah, I was talking to my client, actually. It's not not specifically Ben, but I remember I was talking to my client about this, I think over the weekend or something. Um, and we were talking about I was telling him about how important it is to get your life in order. And, and guys, like smash the like button first before i say this smash the like button if you're in the building smash the like button okay now check this out i've been talking about this a lot but it is very important to have your life in order how many times have you seen like people have an argument and then there's someone just spouts out get your life together man like You'd be like, what? Like, what does that mean? Like, what do you mean get your life together? Like, of course, like, my life's fine. I'm doing good. I'm, you know, I got money, blah, 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 whatever. But get your life in order. It is nothing worse than going through life and you your life is just stressful because your life is not in order. Maybe you don't have money for if something happens. Um, and I was telling one of my clients about this. I was just like, I was like, yeah, my life is pretty in order. Like, I don't have a lot of stresses in my life when it comes to like this even though my wife is uh unemployed as of tomorrow <laughs> she'll be officially unemployed um i'm not worried you know and you know barbara is not like the greatest right now like i'm not worried because we have money so this is what i mean by like if you have your life in order you don't have the same stresses as someone who if you go by the statistics, doesn't have a thousand dollars in their bank account, which that's a, that's the a weird one. I really would like to know if that's true or not. It's like, I think it's 60, 70, maybe 80%. I, I don't know the exact percentage, but it is staggering. It really is staggering. I really find that hard to believe, but whatever. So have your life in order. And I was talking to my client. I was like, yeah, I was like, dude, I was like, just a few weeks ago, the alternator went out of my, my van and I like I had to do that and do this. And it's like almost 500 bucks. And I don't really worry about that stuff. You know, it's just like, you know, just pay it. You know, like whereas some people would be like, oh, man, this money. Like, what am I going to do? Like, oh, like, oh, man, I can't do this or, oh, I can't do. I'm just like, dude. Like, no, like I, I couldn't imagine me being stressed out about replacing my alternator on my van you know like can you can i imagine like how my life would be like how how irresponsible i would be as uh, my wife's gonna laugh the ceo of this family like <laughs> how how <laughs> i talked about this in another podcast because my wife she was like making fun of me she was like laughing but i was telling you guys like how is it how important it is to be the ceo of your family name and the CEO of a company is very important. Like if you guys are investors, stock market investors, you, if you guys know, if you guys invest, you will know how important it is to have a good CEO run a company and how much a good CEO can change a company or drive it into the ground. So could you imagine like 
how bad of a CEO I would be if like we would have to like, man, like drastically change something in my family because we have a hard time paying for a $500 like um, vehicle maintenance or vehicle repair. Like, can you imagine like how irresponsible I would be? Like I'd probably be getting fired or something like that. Just totally horrible. But getting your life in order, these things are very important. And and when you have your life in order, like a lot of these stressful events that you might have or you might see other people typically have, maybe your friends, you're going to laugh at it. You're going to be like, really? (laughs) Like, what? Like, like, really? This is a problem for you? Like, really? Get your life together. This is the type of stuff. Like, I have a link to Patreon. And I honestly don't care if you sign up for the Patreon or not. There's just a a link in the description below for it. But there's a lot of game that I drop on the Patreon. And it's like a mentorship type thing. So, you know, if you want to sign up to it, I I, I really don't care. But get your life in order. It's so important. Let Let me go to some of these comments. Man, you guys are, like, lighting up the comments. Now, Seth A. Weldon, he was asking, is it smart to open up a barbershop right now? As long as it's done right, one, and you do the research fully behind it, okay? So I'm going to be honest. Like right now, it's a tricky time to be opening up a barbershop. I'm going to be honest. There, you know, There's been people that have multiple barbershops. I mean, Chris Bozio, he was talking about how he closed up a couple shops. And a lot of people that may have three or five shops, they probably close some unless they had massive capital to burn which let's say you are burning through 10, 20, $30,000 a month. You know, let's say you have a couple hundred thousand dollars on the sideline. Do you want to burn through your cash flow? Do you want to really waste three months of free flow cash just to keep your businesses open with possibly some uncertainty? So it's one of those things you got to think about, but opening up a barbershop, I'm going to be honest. I would, and it really depends on where you are, right? So, like, like if you're talking about, like, California, like, right now, probably isn't necessarily the smartest or, like, certain places where they're they're more restricted. It may not be the smartest thing, but I would like, you know, if if I'm opening one, right, I would like some securities on, hey, what's the outlook going to look like in six months or whatever? Because let's be honest, there's talk of a second wave. You don't know, right? We don't know. Right. Cases have been going down. But lately, I think like the past, like what, like week or two cases have slowly been on the uptick. So it's, it's really one of those things like I would really, really, really do some research because that's the worst, man. And it's because like most people save up a lot of money and put their money into a barbershop. The worst thing that you want to do right now is. Especially if you're using all all of your cash, which I, for a barbershop, I'm going to be honest, like don't take out loans for a barbershop, please guys, like, please do not. You can open up a barbershop for five, 10 grand, 20, 30, if you want to do it nice, but don't take out loans for this. Please guys, listen to me. Do not take out a loan to open up a barbershop. Please, please don't do that. Because if you haven't learned anything yet, learn by what's going on right now. A lot of these companies that are going bankrupt, they're going bankrupt because one, they have tons of debt and two, they don't have a lot of free flow cash. Bat, they're poorly managed. And this is what I'm talking about. And 
I know I'm harping on like, you know, the debt thing, but when it comes to like big corporations and certain industries or whatever, some of them it's necessary for them to operate on debt for the company to grow. I get that. I get it. But there's a point where you're crossing risky territory where you're, where you're operating on so much debt that is really hindering your growth and profits. And if something happens, eh, then the whole house of cards can come falling down. So be very careful with opening the barbershop. Do your research. Tylee Johnson, he says, I'm 16 and I work at a grocery store 12 hour, oh, 12 an hour, and I get my check every two weeks. What should I do from here on out? Well, first, you're 16. Um, I would say, and it's really difficult, Tylee, because you're asking me a question of what to do. Like, I don't know your goals, your aspirations, things like this. So I really don't know. I would say drop that in the comments and then I can give you like a better answer. But I would definitely say like, if you're 16, um, I don't know if you want to go to college, maybe you want to go to barber school, like whatever. Um, I would say put some of that money aside in investments, have your parents open you up a custodial account and invest part of that money. Don't be the typical kid and don't don't make class. See, I always talk to my clients about this, my younger clients. I'm like, please, guys, do not make classic mistakes. I get so sick and tired of this. And it's just a vicious cycle that's going to happen. People in history are going to repeat itself. People are going to make the classic mistake of buying a car that's too expensive, dating girls that you probably shouldn't be dating, doing drugs, wasting your time, hanging out with friends too much, playing too many videos, making classic mistakes, wasting your money on shoes and clothes and blah, 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 making classic mistakes. So Tyleek, do not make classic mistakes. Please avoid making classic mistakes at all costs. This can set you back. The, especially the older you get, there's very little room for error. That, that's one beautiful thing about being young. You know, you can make mistakes and still bounce back. You still have the rest of your life ahead of you. You know, you, whatever. But the older you get, please don't. But it would be wise if you're younger to not make classic mistakes. Avoid them at all costs. Please be wise for your age. Be ahead of your times. Jay Taylor says, would it be smart to try to go to barber school with everything that's going on with COVID-19? Yeah. Yeah, go to go to barber school, dude. Like, dude, if barbers are working in barber shops, you can go to a barber school. It's no different than one working at a barber shop or working at a job, right? You're just gonna wear a mask and take your precautions. So, yeah, do it. Chad Volkers, does anyone believe that their job or business should have shut down? In, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, a lot of people feel that way, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see, what else are you guys saying in the comments? What else are you guys saying in the comments? OTX Davis says, I've grown so much and I really have to thank my mother. I went from barely being able to afford next trips to being able to buy five-star wall clippers. I'm so grateful. That's what's up, man. It's always good to have good parents, you know, and even if you don't have parents that are knowledgeable or wise, you know, go go seek out someone, right? Go, go. Try and be a mentee. So find a mentor or someone you look up to. Have a good group of people that you can bounce ideas off of, people that motivate you, that, you know. I always tell people, be careful what you do and the people you hang around with, young people and older people, right? 
But I noticed there are a lot of younger people here, so let me let me talk to the young folks. So be careful who you hang around and don't engage in stupid conversation constantly. I hate this. This is there's not one thing I hate than this. And this is one thing I hate about the barbershop because in the barbershop, if you guys don't know, like I have a suite within the barbershop, so I'm not on the barbershop floor, but there's a lot of stupid conversation that goes on the barbershop. And I'm so glad that I have a suite because I really stay back there a lot. All, like pretty, like actually 98% of the time. Only time I'm going out on the floor is to use the restroom or to leave, like come and go. But there's a lot of stupid conversation that goes on. Please have like quality conversation, like good things. Once you keep surrounding yourself around stuff like this, having good conversations constantly, you're going to start thinking about the things that you used to do. Be like, why was I doing this? Or, and really, you're harvesting different thought processes. You're going to think differently. The things that come out of you are going to be different. When you constantly, let's say you watch stupid Instagram videos all the time, this is going to become your norm. You're going to get used to doing stupid stuff like this. When you're used to just talking about dumb stuff, of course, this is normal to you because this is intoxicating for you. You're going to be like, oh, man, you, you get very engaged with stuff like this. I don't. OK, like I feel stupid when I do stuff like I'm just like, oh, there's a time and place for certain things. But when that's your everything, that's a problem. OK. It's tricky. Sethe Weldon says, I'm on booth rent right now and the clientele is still coming, but I've noticed a huge difference. See, people are noticing a huge difference. Now, look, once everything gets back to normal, I'm pretty sure things are going to go back to normal, especially when it comes to barbering. But the question is, the question remains. How many of y'all listen to Gangstar? Guru, Gifting the Limited, Rhymes Universal, DJ Premier is the producer. How many of y'all listen to uh, Gangstar? If you do, if you listen to Gangstar, Drop it in the comments because you're a real one. Now, uh, who? Okay, yeah, Seth A. Weldon. He says I'm on booth right now, but right now, but the clientele is still coming. But he's noticed the difference. And I was saying something, but then I said the question remains. That's a line from a Gangstar song. But um, the question remains. <laughs> I'm still stuck on it. The question remains: When will things officially go back to normal? Because we know. Certain industries have mandated their employees work from home until uh, I think like summer 2021. So people are still going to be on, on uh, work from home orders like like what? 10 months from now. So people are still going to be working from home. You know, I, ha I have a newer client now. He said he's furloughed right now. You know, luckily he still has other things that, that's going on, but who knows? The question remains. <laughs> when will things officially go back to normal where everyone is back to the normal jobs? Everyone's going back to the offices regularly. Um, there's no more companies that are at risk of bankruptcy left and right, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. <laughs> OTX Davis says he hates um, that prices went up. What the hell? Oh, uh, you may, maybe you're talking about the price of Clippers. You know that's a funny thing too. The price of Clippers have gone up. I've noticed, which is more reason for you guys to raise your damn haircut prices, okay? Especially if you're actually having to go out here and buy new Clippers. Luckily, I haven't because I'm just I'm rolling with my 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 click. I got my click. I got my starting five. 
and it's solid. Okay, um, I've, I've done a video on it. You can go check it out on the channel. I, I've still got my starting five, and it, it is what it is. So, Emil the Barber says I saved up five k from working the landscaping job for three months. That's what's up, Emil. Hopefully, and I know Emil's young too. Emil, what do you like? 14, 15, 16, somewhere in there. But guys, I'm telling you, put put this money somewhere where it can grow. Be smart. <laughs> You're not paying forty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. I, I I totally agree with you, man. The Babyliss blades are expensive, but it is what it is. I mean, you knew the risk when you bought the clipper or trimmer. So, and it's funny, I actually dropped my Babyliss recently. Luckily, nothing happened, and I cut on one of those anti-fatigue mats. Is that what they call them? But I was like, woo, I was sweating bullets, boy. Ooh, ooh I was perspirating. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Crazy, man. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, that's what's up. That is what's up. So, okay, so we do. So we got some people in here that knows my man Guru, J.Y.Y.D. <laughs> no, Gangstar with two R's, okay? <laughs> M. Greer. He's a, see, see, you spelled it wrong, M. Greer. You, you got to spell Guru's name properly. G-A-N-G-S-T-A-R-R, -R, okay? Man, I've been I swear I've been listening to Gangstar since the 90s. I remember uh when his albums came out and all that. Like his sound is just crazy. And what's also crazy is I've been bumping a lot of Gangstar like the past week. I've been listening to it in the barbershop, been listening to it, you know, whenever. But his sound, man, like DJ Premier's, he's the man. Like if you just just go listen to go 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 type into YouTube. DJ Premier's like compilation of like his beats or whatever or greatest hits or whatever whatever you'll hear some songs like damn that was DJ Premier but what's crazy about Premier is he has like this classic sound where if you hear a beat you'll be like that's Premier that's Premier right I know that's Premier um but man yeah I've been listening to Gangstar for a very long time very very long time but his delivery is crazy. His rhymes are crazy. Like, it's just crazy. I don't, I don't know what it is. And that's the crazy part about, like, music and what makes an artist great is, like, the voice. Even though, like, he's real monotone, but it just works. And his delivery is just crazy, man. Crazy. And Gangstar, man. Whew. Crazy, man. Chad Volker's Mass Appeal. Yeah, man, Mass Appeal. That's my joint. There's so many, like, if you would ask me, like, what's my favorite Guru track, it's crazy. Like, I like Mass Appeal. I like, uh, like, a lot of, the, a lot of the, the popular ones. You know, You Know My Steez, uh, Bush Your Shit. Um, um, geez. What's the other one? Dang, I'm, I'm like forgetting a whole bunch of Guru tracks. I've been listening to them. I'm like totally forgetting uh, a bunch of the tracks. Dang, there's a lot of them, man. Um, Must Be The Voice. I like this one. Um, Dang, man. <laughs> 
Man, there's, there's so many guru tracks. Y'all, help me out in the comments. I, see, I know a lot of y'all don't even know who it is. If y'all don't know who Gangstar is, look, I'm going to type in how you spell his name correctly, all right? Because y'all over here, maybe y'all spell check is going wrong. All right. Go check out some Gangstar. Go listen to Gangstar's greatest hits. He actually put out a, an album. I actually had it. It was uh, Gangstar's greatest hits. It was a two-disc set. I had it, and I don't know where it is now. It's, it's gone. It's probably long gone. But... I used to love this thing. Boy, I used to bump. Actually, you know what? Nah, I don't think I still have it. I'd have to look. But, man, that two-disc track, boy, I, I, I loved. Oh, my goodness, man. Gangstar had them hits, man. Just that that classic sound. Crazy. Oh, oh come on. Email, you better get the hell up out of here. NBA Youngboy, Lil Tay, Polo G, YNW Melly. <sighs> Look, all of them put together ain't got nothing on Gangstar. You better email the barber. You better get the hell up out of here with that nonsense. All them little little young <laughs> skinny jean wearing rappers, they ain't got nothing on Guru. All of them put together. <laughs> they ain't got nothing on Guru. I, I'm, I'm willing. It, I, I'm just going to say it right now. They ain't got nothing on Guru, especially NBA young boy. Hell no. Hell no. Dude, oh, my goodness, man. Gangstar has hits from, like, the 80s, 90s, 2000s. I highly doubt any of these kids will be relevant in the 2030s. Or, shit, probably five years from now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These kids ain't going to be, man, please, please. Don't, don't even get me started. Damn, I, you know what? This got me wanting to li listen to some Gangstar now. I'm probably going to end this podcast early just to listen to some Gangstar. Man, what's some other tracks that I like from uh, from Guru? Damn, I, that's the funny thing is, like, I know a lot of Guru tracks, but I just don't know the names to them. Damn, that's crazy, man. <laughs> Emails that they got a real message, huh? They got a real message to his lyrics. Let me let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find uh I'm gonna look at one of these these playlists from from Guru. Code of the Streets, yes, Code of the Streets. Uh, just the intro to that song. I, I can't do. It. Obviously, I'm not a beatboxer, but just the intro to the beat. The beat, man, it's just crazy. Code of the Streets, yes. Code of the Streets is a dope track. Um, damn, y'all, let me know some other uh, titles of Guru tracks. I'm just, I, the names are just, it's just throwing me for a loop. Let me see. Why the hell is my, my damn internet so slow? It's crazy. This podcast has definitely, it's taking a turn for the worse. I'm over here, uh. I am not talking about barbering anymore. We're talking about hip hop. Shoot, Big L. Man, I, I love Big L. Even though he only put out two albums before he got killed. Man, Big L. Oh, yeah. Okay, full clip. Oh, my goodness. Full clip. I love full clip. Above the Clouds with uh, Inspector Deck. That's my joint. Um, work. Oh, my goodness. Skills. Oh, my. Uh, ex girl to the next girl, 
that's my joint man i love I, there's a there's so many guru tracks that i like let me look at here oh take a look at yourself um what's this other one? Oh, take it personal oh my goodness take it personal that's my joint right there from guru take it personal that's a hilarious hilarious song if you just listen to the lyrics um what's an all oh, tons of guns that's that's a joint I, I really like uh tons of guns oh yeah it's funny when i was talking about the question remains that's actually the name of the song so the question remains i love that song um manifest oh step in the arena Ooh, i love that song oh just to get a rep let's see dang there's so many oh too deep man dude there's so many guru tracks that i could vibe out to man oh my goodness listen to untouchable by nba young boy um I'm going to do that just for you, Emil the Barber. I'm going to do that just for you. And if it's whack, I'm blocking you from the channel. Okay? So you just put your reputation on the line, all right? Uh, but let me get the hell off this because I'm actually starting to sweat up here. And I just took a shower. So that makes no damn sense. Do you know the YouTube channel, The Barber's Table, Hughes and Spr Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, The Barber's Table. Yeah, he was actually uh, – I had him on the podcast. So there's a podcast playlist here. You can go through the podcast playlist. Go check out – go listen to the podcast that he was on. He was on this podcast, so go back and check it out. A lot of you know what's funny. A, a lot of people subscribe to a YouTube channel, but they don't look at the videos. It's like, dude, this person was not just invented when you subscribed. They were doing other content before, so it's probably in your better interest to go check out some of the older videos. So go check out some of the older videos. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Crazy. Dang, that's bad, Talib. Dang, that sucks, man. Dang, that sucks. But yeah, shout out. What up, J Beats and Waves? Uh, but uh, appreciate everyone for watching, man, because like I said, I'm starting to sweat. I should have probably turned the fan on in here because, man, it's crazy, man. I'm over here sweating my ass off. But uh, I'm going to wrap this one up. It was fun getting on here talking to you guys, especially since I've been gone for so long. And by the way, if you guys want some uh, some customized shoes, my wife, she customizes, you know, things like this, uh, Air Force Ones, whatever. She's uh, on these. She's doing a Nipsey Hustle uh, portrait on these for a guy. So if you guys want some some uh, customized shoes and you could check out her work, I'm going to drop it. I'm going to drop her. Uh, I'm going to drop her. Instagram right here. So check out Customs by Anna. You know, if you guys ever want to get some custom shoes, get some custom designs, colorways, whatever, uh, hit her up. Oh, and by the way, guys, I ha I have no idea about Jordans. I have no idea. So these aren't even mine. These are a customer's shoes, and they're actually used. I didn't even realize it. Like, I, I was picking these up earlier to move them or whatever, and – um and I was like, I was like, damn, these are used because most of the shoes she get are new. But uh, but yeah, these are used. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if you all ever want some custom shoes, custom by Anna on Instagram. So go check. And you can check out her work and see what you see. See what you think. 
But I'm going to get up out of here, y'all. Um, and by the way, I don't know if the threes are some good Jordans or not. <laughs> you want to see my reaction. Maybe like on another live stream, but, but I guess that won't work because I'm about to listen to this song, Untouchable. So, all right, y'all, I'm out of here. It's been your man. I do it. I'm signing.